welcome to another Undiscovered podcast. And, uh, well, this episode I thought I would tell you a little story slash incident which uh, I was involved in or what happened to me. Uh, so, <laughs> okay. I made a, an acquaintance. Uh, I wouldn't call him a friend or just... Uh, just someone who I kind of mayb- saw maybe like three times, and then uh, we we were friendly, you know. We just chatted um, a bit, you know, did some small talk, and I found out that oh, he's came came to Finland from America, uh, just recently moved, and he was living with his girlfriend. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, and then um, well. Let's say the third time when I saw him, he started to explain like, oh man, it's the the relationship with my girlfriend is kind of going badly at the moment. And, uh, you know, he was kind of unsure about it. And I, I just thought like, I didn't know the guy. So I just said like, oh, don't worry about it. It's like, you know, it happens and um, tried to cheer him up. And then, uh, well... He texted me after that. That's the like last, <laughs> well, the second last encounter I had with him. Um, and then he texted me after that, saying like, "Hey, um, I could could I have a place to stay at your night, uh, your place?" So he wanted to stay at my place for one night, and I thought that okay, so he's just going through some something with his girlfriend. He just needs to crash for one night and then. Um, go back and be on his way so I was like you know even though I didn't know the guy so well I was like sure just sure you can come uh let's meet up at this like well this specific location um and then uh well I go to that location and uh, he's there he comes there with his girlfriend and also a bunch of bags, and just I had I was like, what, what, what's happening? You're not moving in with me. It's just, it's just for one night, and uh, I was really confused. So I asked him, okay, look, just explain to me what's going on. And uh, he said that okay, uh, I I moved in to Finland recently. This is my girlfriend. We have hadn't seen each other like face-to-face, we only talked online, and, you know, <laughs> they, they took a bit, oh, he took a big step, like, just, they went from just chatting online, never seeing each other face-to-face, to living together, which is so crazy, <laughs> that's such a crazy thing to do, and also, moving to an entirely new country, and <laughs> I just, I was like, what, that's, that's crazy, and surprise, surprise, they kind of, well, their relationship or what they had, it didn't, living together wasn't that easy, so he needed to, uh, a place to stay. And, um, well, the guy couldn't, like, he said he couldn't find a hotel, so, like, I was like, okay, sure, sure, you can uh, stay at my place for this one night, okay? And then, uh, 
kind of indirectly said like it's you know not for free though like you gotta pay um but didn't discuss discuss price or anything like that so okay so we end up at my place and then i help carry all this stuff to my apartment and uh, at this point i'm i'm kind of tired i really want to just go to bed and uh, well i discuss it with him like look uh, i'm helping you out so like let's say like it's mm, you pay me 50 euros tomorrow or like for helping you out because i didn't know the guy i didn't really um yeah i, I i'm not gonna I didn't know the guy at all, so that's why I asked. And he's he shook my hand, and said, "Yeah, sure." And then, um, well, I just went to bed, went to sleep, uh, or just lay in my bed. And after like maybe twenty minutes, he comes by and says, "Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Uh, I actually, he says he doesn't actually have any money with him, so he can't." pay the 50 euros but his girlfriend has money so his girlfriend could like you know give me and i'm like look i don't i don't want i don't want your girlfriend's money i don't want your girlfriend to pay like just we figured it out tomorrow just right now i just want to go to bed i just want to you know sleep basically and he said okay And well, uh, I stay in my bed. He goes to like he had to make some couple of phone calls, and <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night. Just a door, uh, the doorbell is ringing, and I was like, "What? What the hell is going on?" And I look around. The guy is nowhere to be seen. And well, the doorbell doorbell rings again. And I go open it, and the guy got—he <laughs> stepped outside of my apartment. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but just he—he he didn't have the key. There's no way to get in without my <laughs> my key. I didn't have a. I didn't give him a spare one. So he said he somehow got locked behind the apartment. So I was like, "What the fuck is what?" And I, at this point, I was kind of, I, I was really getting pissed, and uh, <laughs> I was really pissed at the time, actually. So I just said, "Look, just go to bed, and we'll figure this out tomorrow, okay? Just go to sleep, just." And well, I went to bed, and he he was sleeping in the same room, and the guy fucking started snoring. And I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't sleep at all. And uh, I was just laying in my bed, listening to his snoring, and I was just being furious. I almost, uh, I mean, I had thoughts of just assaulting him, but like, you know, <laughs> just that they were just thoughts. I was just fuming. Um, and then, uh, well, the next morning, I like. Uh, well, one thing which I kind of forgot to mention is that when he, you know, before we started to walk to my apartment, he also talked about his mom, which was like he said he his mom got seriously injured and he's like uh, in a kind of chaotic state of mind right now. 
And then, uh, well, <laughs> during the evening, he also revealed that, well, actually, the mom wasn't like such so seriously injured. It was just he maybe overreacted a bit, uh, basically lied that, you know, he wanted to appear that he was in this like desperate situation to kind of he wanted to say anything to get a place to stay basically um so anyways in the morning i wake up uh, after sleeping maybe one hour (laughs) and i'm furious i'm still furious and then uh, i wanted to go for a walk and he said can i come with you and just we sort this thing out so i was like sure let's let's go for a walk together and then uh by this time i've already kind of realized that okay this guy is a, a manipulator and he's a, you know a narcissist and a self-centered person and all this stuff uh and well i was pretty furious at the guy and uh well he starts first of all i remember he starts explaining how you know he has this mental issues and he's supposed to take medication but you know uh he has been on his, off his meds just because of all the things that happened and i immediately knew that w- why he was telling me this is so that i started to feel bad for him so that i would kind of lower my guard so that he could more efficiently manipulate me and uh well that was kind of getting me even more pissed once I realized what he was doing. And uh, yeah, he he also, oh, this guy, he said that he actually has three kids ho- back home in America. And now he wanted to kind of start a new life in, in Finland. And I, I just, oh, what the, f- what are you doing? Just why? I was so... F- Nothing about it. It gets me. It gets me so angry, because those three kids are gonna live without a father, just because their father was such a irresponsible. Just uh, oh, this guy. I was so furious at him. Just um, he refused to take responsibility and become a parent. He he would rather move to a, another country and to live with a, a a woman a girl who he's never spoken to in person just the the this the illogical thinking this guy had it it's just so so crazy um and this is also something which i and he he's he said very f- specific words in order to try to manipulate me so i remember this well he said um during this walk while i was getting like kind of i was really furious at him he he said that okay earlier my friend uh, my girlfriend said that uh, you are a very calm man and i i really agreed and i was just silent and then he said well i i i said i said it that to you before but i don't think you took it as a, a compliment again kind of confused what is what is he driving at and then he said well when someone says a compliment to me i i usually say thanks and i realized that he was just saying these things in order to try to manipulate me so okay okay let's let's break this down like what what he actually was trying to do 
when he said like earlier my girlfriend said that you were a calm man and I agreed is first of all the thing about narcissists and manipulators is that they never think about other people they never give compliments to other people because they're too self-centered they only think about themselves so he was just and that wasn't a compliment by him he was just passing along a compliment that his girlfriend said and um, it's it's he also like this is my interpretation of what he was doing he said you know complimented me on my calmness which I wasn't at the time I was furious I was fuming and uh, I think the reason he was saying that just because he wanted to manipulate me to kind of become calm not because I I think he was just trying to make me calm so he could kind of more easily manipulate me and kind of confuse me and all that stuff um and okay so that's the first part of the sentence the first sentence the second is like i said it to you before but i don't think you took it as a compliment so the reason he was saying this is just to make me second guess like am i am i being too harsh with the guy am i being like make me second guess myself you know basically gaslighting me is that uh he wanted to sue kind of confusion in my mind if I'm being kind of, if my gut feeling is right or not, you know? And, well, the same with the, well, someone says a compliment to me, I say thanks. It's like, that's the same thing. You, you're trying to make me second guess my instinct to be righteously furious at the moment, just at everything that this guy was doing and everything which he was and um, but I already kind of figured out that this guy was a a manipulator so it was uh, his attempts weren't that kind of effective and uh, and I think I realized kind of how you mm, how you can determine if someone is a manipulator when you're speaking to them is that if they ask questions or say things which just make you second guess yourself or make you feel confused or kind of, well, yeah, so confusing into your mind. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, and oftentimes it's hard to interpret the intent of these questions or statements. Um, and especially, I think for me, because I'm, I'm, I like to believe in the good of a person. So when someone says manipulative things, I can't, like, I don't really, I don't even, like, I don't know. It's just, uh, I can't comprehend why someone would be manipulative like that. So it's, it's hard to realize the intent, I guess. And also, you should keep tally on, like, or count on how many times that person speaks about themselves. Because, you know, that's what narcissists, they don't, they're self-centered and they don't talk or think about other people. So, unless, you know, it involves them somehow, that's when they speak about others, what others said about them and such. Um, And also, one thing which was kind of peculiar or interesting is, remember the first time 
we talked or met, he said he was interested in magic, which is kind of, you know, your ma- magic is manipulation in a way. So maybe um, you can, I mean, this is all after the wa- fact, but it makes sense that someone like uh, like him would be interested in uh, magic tricks. Um, and also, well, once you kind of know, or once you ad- kind of, I think it's important to determine or identify when you encounter a manipulator. And uh, well, I, I I figured it out once once he, you know, started to talk about his uh, whatever the medical issues and stuff like that. The the instant he started speaking about those, I realized what he was doing, and that kind of it revealed everything to me. Um, about what kind of a man this is and um, once once you have this knowledge that this person is a manipulator it's actually well I would say then you you can defend yourself you can put the necessary say barriers that you cannot be manipulated and uh, it's also I think really it's useful in a way, or I, I look at this whole experience which happened to me is uh, is kind of, well, useful because the utility, what I gain is I know more about how other people try to manipulate me and how manipulators, what strategies they use. And, well, actually, one strategy which he also used, he made, he like, he asked a lot of questions or kind of tried to get me to talk about myself, which... I think the reason he was doing that not because he was genuinely interested. Or he asked like open-ended questions like, "Hey, do you do you play music?" Or, "Hey, uh, I saw you have some weights. Do you work out?" And like trying to basically get me to speak about myself, so that he can. It's kind of like uh, gathering info so that they can later use that info, you know, against you. Trying to, I don't know trying to manipulate you some more but uh but yeah like i said it's it was useful to encounter this because it it helps me understand how they act and um, to be honest i don't really feel you know angry towards him oh i was at the time but now i really just feel sad um because well <laughs> Let me let me finish what happened so <laughs> uh, before I get into that. So after we had that walk and he was just, you know, explaining what trying to manipulate me basically, I just said like, okay, look, grab your stuff and get out of my apartment. Just and don't don't talk to me, don't interact with me. Um until you sort out your life. So, yeah, and then he, well, he left and, well, haven't seen him since, and I hope that I won't. And, uh, but like I said, it's once I've kind of dealt with that whole situation, now I just feel bad for the guy because he, you know, it's a, a kind of a hellish world that he lives in, you know, uh, trying, because he, 
him as a manipulator, he assumes that everyone else is also trying to kind of scheme and tr- I don't know, try to mm, kind of control him or say things to, you know, manipulate him. And um, yeah, I just I just feel bad for the person. And um, yeah, and I think one thing which I also thought about is that why I was able to recognize him and what he was doing is because I do, I would say, I also have that capability to manipulate other people or influence them in a way, but I just don't see the point in using it for self, you know, self-centered behavior and trying to make other people kind of bent to my will or because I've realized this that you know the reason people do that or the reason he does that is because he's so insecure about himself and he constantly has his mind in himself and just that's what causes him to act that way Um, but I've realized that the real key to happiness is that the less thoughts you have about yourself the more happier you actually are and that's so I've thought about that a lot and that's so true it's just uh, so yeah I I just uh, feel bad for the guy and uh, yeah but uh, the reason I think I was able to kind of notice what he was doing is because I have that capability and well I do use it for let's say good I use it to no, not f- for self gain, but to influence other people. I don't like to use the word manipulation because I don't think that's what I do. So I, I'll give you an example. So there was uh, a friend of mine who was really unsure about her, who kind of unsure about her presentation skills. And she was explaining like, oh, I think, I'm not sure if, uh, I'm kind of nervous to give a presentation. So... What I did is I just gave her a compliment, hoping to make her feel at ease with her skills. And it was a genuine compliment because I just said, like, yeah, no, no, you're really good at presenting. I really believe this. And and I believed in it. But the reason I kind of said it, you could call this manipulation. I call it influence. I I said it in order to make her feel at ease with her skills and feel at ease at the at the presentation she was got going to do so yeah i think i i like to i would say it's influencing and uh like i i, I see the i could use this ability to do evil but i don't really see the point in doing that because um or not evil but to do self-centered things but I don't have that type of a mindset because like I said the less thoughts you have about yourself the more happier you become and uh, yeah I think that's that's the crazy story I got into Um, yeah to be honest I hope best for the guy hope he kind of takes his medication and well just figures his life out so yeah that's all i wanted to say about my encounter with this guy 
So yeah, see you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>